views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basili, epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. Now here's your host, Dr. Pat. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. I, it's so great to be connecting with all of you. Yeah, you probably said, whoa, dude, wait a minute. We just heard you an hour ago on the Dr. Pat show. Well, that's because this is Lyme Talk Radio. Why? Because if I go back in time and I and I go back to Dr. Ronnie and Dr. Darvish, who decided to take on the uh, medical community at large, what we decided to do was back when it was totally not even fashionable, when everybody thought we were losing our mind and talking about healing ourselves. Yeah, Dr. Darvish is like, nope, we're going to talk about it. Today, we carry the torch forward to say that Lime Talk Radio is a forum for everyone out there. It's literally become symbolic for those of you out there that have struggled with how to be well. And today's show is literally puts an exclamation point on that because Amy Shearer is joining me here today. And let me tell you something about this. You know, People have said to me, listen, why aren't you writing your story? Well, you know why? Because there's stories like the one you're about to hear today from Amy, that these are the stories that are, are, are being called forth to be told. Here's the deal with the book. This is the title, How to Heal Yourself. Are you ready for this? Wait for it. When no one else can. Totally. Listen, this is a total self-healing approach for mind, body, and spirit. And not only has Dr. Bernie Siegel written a little note about this, but here's what I want to say about this. This is really the place where when you're in so much pain, there isn't a pain medication out there that can help you. When the level of information in your body perhaps is off the charts and your doctors don't really know, they've pretty much given you every every possible drug you can have. Some of them do work, by the way, and we can talk about that. When you've decided that my, your cells maybe have stopped working and you're 100 pounds heavier than you've ever been in your life, when everyone around you thinks that you're having a mental disorder and you're quite emotional and you don't know how to react, you want to pick up this book. And the reason I say that is because this is the story of what I believe is the future of medicine. And the future of medicine is healing yourself. Amy, of course, I'm so thrilled to introduce you to who she is and the author of the book is a leading, leading voice in the field of mind, body, spirit healing, mind, body, spirit healing. 
And why are we even talking about mind, body, feeling, hearing? You know why? We're talking about it because thousands and thousands of years ago, boom, that's how it was done. An energy therapist, Amy uses all of the above, and you're going to hear about them. Featured on healthcare blogs, CNN, you name it. She's been out in the world. Why? Because having a big voice in this particular arena on this particular topic is going to save lives. Amy, it's great to have you here. I'm so thrilled you're with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. What an introduction. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me spend this time with you. Well, listen, I said a bunch of things because you and I share uh, share something. We share a few things in common. Um, and, and this is really a conversation. I want to start out by saying something that, and asking you this question. I would love to hear from you what you believe is the greatest challenge that our society here has in healing themselves. What do you think out of the gate? What do you think is the, the demon that we face that we consider challenge, obstacle, whatever you want to label it? What is that? Great question. I say hands down the greatest challenge we have is not understanding or believing that we have so much more power than we think we do. And so we search, we search, you know, externally for the cure for our internal happenings and we get frustrated when it doesn't work. This is not to say that naturopaths and doctors and, you know, acupuncturists and all of these, you know, practitioners aren't helpful, but, but we give too much of our power away and don't give enough credit to our, our body and enough support in the right ways from the inside to help our bodies heal. Well, and you know, also what I was thrilled to, to really, you know, hear you talk about and, and really rock it in the book is I love that you use the term success. I I love that you use the term success. Um, And the reason that I love that you're using the term success is because we hear the term struggle a lot. And, you know, I have to tell you, struggle is one of my favorite words these days. And, and all of my metaphysical friends are like, oh, please, Pat, don't be taking that word on. And I want to ask you about this. You could have really said any number of things. How do you, how do you depict in your own journey success for our listeners? So for me, in my own journey, success was was being being free and happy to be me. I believe that the 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 foundation of healing is being able to be our true selves. And in that place, our bodies relax, our nervous systems are healthy, our immune systems are healthy, and physical health is born from that. So when when I coach clients through, you know, health experiences or when I work with my online students, I always say focus on the goal of being who you really are. We need to clear the fear around that and the belief that we're not good enough and that we don't deserve it and all of that stuff. Because when you come to the place of being who you really are, you've achieved success in your life. That's the point of your life is to be who you are and express yourself as this individual human being. And when you get to that state, the body follows and the success in the body and its health follows. 
So that's what I define as success, not being perfect, not always being perfectly balanced necessarily physically, emotionally, and spiritually, but being who you really are all of the time will put you in a place of, of the rest of it coming into place. Oh, you know, what would you say in writing the book? This is my question. The book, the book that you've written, Amy, is How to Heal Yourself When No One Else Can, A Total Self-Healing Approach for Mind, Body, Spirit. How have you changed since sitting down and putting pen to paper to write this book? How have you changed? That's a good question. You're asking good ones that no one's ever asked me before. I love it. <laughs> so I think, I think the way that I've changed is just to really... Um, really accept what's happening in every moment as it happens. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, by the time I wrote this book, I was completely healed from chronic Lyme disease and autoimmune diseases and Mm -hmm. nerve damage and everything I had had along the way. But so I was healed physically and, and emotionally at that point. But what I learned, relearned in writing the book was sometimes it's just hard and sometimes you do feel that struggle and sometimes you do have a meltdown on the kitchen floor and sometimes things don't work how you want. And really the process of writing the book at times was really difficult for me. I'm more of a storyteller and less of a how-to writer. And so this book, you know, required me to be very detailed and be very specific and give people specific directions. And it was unlike anything I'd ever written. So I struggled through a lot of it, but my success really came in letting myself struggle sometimes and letting myself have a hard day and realizing in each moment I was where I needed to be to get to the next moment. So I sort of learned or relearned just to be who I am in every moment. And it was a good reminder for me, even when it feels like things aren't going right or things are going backwards or upside down or whatever it is that we really are here to be who we are in each and every moment. And then we go to the next one. If we don't hang on to it and we don't put a lot of BS on on it, like I shouldn't feel this way and I should be doing better. Guess what? The next moment comes without a whole lot of um, drama. It's just the energy that we put on. We shouldn't be here. This should be easier. We should be, you know, I should have chosen that treatment or this treatment or this paragraph, or I should have done that or written it that way. That's when the problem comes but not yeah. in just experiencing the difficulty of some, some moments. Yeah. You know, what's what, what I love about being able to, to sit back and read your book and then talk with you about it is, um, I, I, you say very clearly, uh, in a part of the book, you say, when I was diagnosed with late stage Lyme disease in 2007, I think that's, that's pretty much exactly the way yeah. it is. Um, I, I want to ask you what that felt like. I want to ask you, when you heard that, or if you even did hear it, what was going through your mind? So initially, I was actually really excited to be diagnosed with Lyme disease because prior to that, I had been diagnosed with so many other things that didn't quite feel right, that weren't the answer, that didn't, you know, I was treated for things I didn't necessarily have or made me worse or whatever. So when I got the chronic Lyme disease diagnosis, I was actually really excited. I was like, oh, this is good. I didn't know that much about Lyme disease, which is probably why I was excited. I thought, oh, great. I just have a bacterial infection. This will be easy. I'll do antibiotics. 
And then once I actually started to read about Lyme disease and talk to people about it, then I wasn't so excited anymore, as everybody who's listening understands, because I realized or I was sort of educated on the complexities of it. So at first I thought, oh, gosh, this, gosh, this is going to be so much easier than any of the other diseases I've had, but, but quickly realized the complexity of it. But I do really feel in the end that it was a blessing. And, and I work with a lot of people experiencing Lyme disease, and it feels like Lyme disease is one of those diseases that, from a spiritual perspective, makes you reevaluate everything you've ever thought. And for me, that was really good because I was the kind of person who looked at something, tried to fix it and fix it. I like things to be, I'm also a Virgo. So that can be a, (laughs) that can be a problem, but I like things to be perfect. I like for them to make sense. I like to follow rules and have everything come out right. And, and Lyme disease showed me that some things don't work like that, which was really scary. But it also showed me that part of the breakdown of my immune system and manifesting Lyme disease was because I had that sort of mental picture or that emotional that emotional need for everything to make sense and be perfect and be nice and clean. And so the disease actually highlighted, because of, of how complicated it is, some of the things inside of me that weren't that, that weren't conducive to healing from that disease, if that makes sense. Totally. And, you know, for those of you out there, uh, I just want to say, if you have any questions during the show today, give us a shout, 1-800-930-2819. Phone lines open all the time through the show. When we come back, we're going to talk to Amy about what, what does she mean? What does she mean when she says it's time to stop fighting? Now, that's an interesting statement. I, it, I think you're going to be surprised. It doesn't mean what you think it means. It's time to stop fighting. We're going to take a short break. We're back more with my very special guest today, Amy Shear. We'll be right back. Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Suzanne Evans. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit spiritualdeed.com. Francine Vale is a being of light. She believes that all people of planet Earth are as well. As co-host of the Angel Healer radio show, Francine teaches you heart-centered ways to manifest healing on your own behalf and how to integrate love more fully into your daily life. Connect with your angels as you find your life flowing with ease and harmony. Walk the path of light with Francine and Dr. Pat Basili every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basili, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat Basili will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us 
that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seatbelts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Wow. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm telling you, I got to pinch myself some days because when each of us gets called to do something that we so not thought was in our wheelhouse to do for a purpose that's so much greater than us, we get to show up and shine. If you would like to show up and shine on the Dr. Pat Show as a co-host or sponsor, send us an email to inspire at thedrpatshow.com. On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, a.m. 1150, and Transformation Time. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. You're listening to Lime Talk Radio, how to heal yourself when no one else can. Amy Sher joining us here today on the show, a total self-healing approach for mind, body, and spirit. And what a story, what a journey. Amy, before we actually get back into talking about this, you know, time to stop fighting, um, I would love for people to know, first of all, how to get a copy of the book and then how they can find out more about you. Sure. So a copy of the book can be found at most bookstores, um, you know, most large retailers, Barnes and Noble, those kinds of retailers, and then even a lot of little local bookstores. And then Amazon, of course, How to Heal Yourself When No One Else Can. You just search the title. And then to find out more about me, you can go to my website, which is www.amy, A-M-Y, B, like Boston, and my last name is Cher, S-C-H-E-R.com. So amybshare.com. Yeah, like Cher, right? Uh, and yep. that's out there with an S in front of it. Um, yep, exactly. Exactly. You know, Amy, before the break, what I was saying was, um, I wanted to talk with you about, you know, one of the things you write about in the book, just a chapter actually, and, and it's called, it's time to stop fighting. And, you know, those words, it's time to stop fighting. Uh, can be misunderstood, especially if you're somebody that has been, battling to figure out what the heck is wrong with me, right? But you have a very specific meaning to this and a really important one. What has this come to mean to you? What what was it that you realized here at this point about uh, this being the time to stop fighting here? Yeah, so basically for me, I um, always prided myself on being a fighter. You know, I fought for a diagnosis and then I fought my insurance for, to help me, you know, pay for my medical treatment. And then I fought the bacteria and then I fought the doctors who didn't help me. And 
fight, 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 fight. And our, our society is based much on, you know, the battle against this or the we're warriors of this. And so our culture sort of feeds into that. But what I realized at some point was that I was throwing the energy of fight into my body to try to kill the bacteria and beat the disease, but that there's no way to have the energy of fight without it damaging the rest of you, the parts of you that are not, you know, riddled with bacteria or whatever it may be. There were, there were parts of me like, like my, my inner being and my, you know, my left toe and my hair and whatever it may be that were still very healthy and really didn't. And that energy wasn't serving because I was throwing that energy of fight, which is very, very unhealthy into my body, which I was trying to heal. So at some point I just realized that that didn't make any sense as well as realizing that fighting everything and trying to control everything hadn't gotten me very far because I was sick and didn't, and didn't have, you know, wasn't where I wanted to be. And so being a perfectionist and being somebody who organized everything and kept my symptoms, you know, listed in Excel spreadsheets. So I knew how I felt every day. And, and I just realized all of a sudden, like, oh my gosh, this kind of isn't working. Like, this is great that I'm, that I'm like this and that I pride myself on being so meticulous, but it actually isn't working. I'm like in this really bad place. And so I learned to surrender, which does not mean giving up on getting well, but, 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 but giving up on fighting so hard so that you can flow into health instead of fight yourself there. And one of the techniques that I teach in my book is chanting. And it's probably one of the techniques that I get the most emails about because people go, I would have never chanted, but the way you taught it. And once I tried it, it's one of my favorite things. And it's really chanting a specific phrase that's, that's meaningful to you. And I explain it in the book and give examples to really help you let go and be comfortable in the moment, even when it's uncomfortable to surrender that uptight, tense fighting energy so that your body can harness it to help you heal. Because if you're going to throw energy into something, it's got to be into healing, not into fighting. You know, we are where we are in this very moment, whether we like it or not. And it doesn't matter how hard we fight against it being, you know, 1.30 PM on a Wednesday afternoon. It's still 1.30 PM on a Wednesday afternoon. So we need to get, get to a place where we can just accept, even if we want it to be Friday night, it's not Friday night right now. We have to let go of the fighting energy. And in that space, your body harnesses all that extra energy that you were wasting and channels it toward your healing. And so that's what the chapter on surrender is about and teaching you exactly how to do that. Cause a lot of times we know it's good to do, but it's like, Oh, how do we, how the heck do we go to that after what we've been doing? Well, and, you know, you're tapping into something really uh, interesting, you know, the, the old, well, fight or flight. And, yeah. you know, you're not really talking about doing either. You're talking about uh, something that's so important. And I, I wonder, you talk about this later in the book, too, and, and, I've been, and also you speak about it, is it's as if the body is waiting for us to do something different. And, and, and what I mean by that is we often think that here we have these bodies and we need other people to heal them. And yet we have this beautiful system. Uh, I mean, as human beings, I mean, our existence and the phenomenon uh, of what goes on in, in, in this earth skin on a day-to-day -day basis is one 
part of this scenario. The other part is, you know, what you discuss about the mind. What did you discover along the way about the subconscious mind? And, you know, how do we relate to this notion of subconsciousness through some form of awakening? Because we have to be awakened to it in order to to really to be at a place where we can accept what that is that's going on. What did you discover about the subconscious mind? So one of the things I did first was that speaks to you talking about how amazing we are. You know, I always thought, you know, my body's falling apart and I'm in my 20s and it's not working very well and my Mm -hmm. body sucks. And then at some point I realized, oh my gosh, after all I've been through, all the treatments that I didn't necessarily need to have and all the tests. And I was like, it's actually kind of amazing I'm still alive. Like that's sort of a phenomenon that my body's, maybe it's not working very well, but it actually is still working, which was kind of a miracle. And so that sort of helped shift my my perspective, because if you're constantly telling your body how bad it sucks, it's not going to stop sucking. There's just no possible way. That's not how it works. And so, so that was one of the shifts for me was I would always say, I can't, you know, I'm this, I'm so young and my digestive system doesn't work. And I have, you know, I had a, I had heart problems and I had lesions on my brain and I had, you know, you know, nerve damage. I had all these things. And then one day I kind of went like, wow, it's kind of amazing, like anything's still working with all of those things wrong. So I think I became more curious about about looking into my body and, and appreciating it. And that helped me to open up to learning about the subconscious mind and seeing my body um, in a way that I hadn't before. I became sort of curious instead of mad at it. <laughs> and so yeah. in that, trying to find out what was still working and how, I learned various ways, and I talk about that this in the book, about how to tap into the subconscious mind, how to find out the subconscious mind is the part of the mind that stores um, beliefs and, you know, emotions and, and really the history of our lives. And how do we tap into that part without knowing what's in there? Because there's so much in there. Think of it as an entire healing library stuck in your subconscious mind, but you don't have access to it on a daily basis. So my book really teaches how to go into that library and use the information in a way that's beneficial for your healing. And so I started to learn a little bit about the subconscious mind, what kind of things get stuck in, stuck in there and how that relates to my healing. So that can be things like old stories, old experiences that I've had from when I was little that gave me certain perceptions or beliefs about life, maybe that I needed to be scared or that life wasn't fair or that I didn't deserve to be well or whatever it may be. Um, and, and old negative thought patterns that I had that weren't working for me. It gave me a way to look at what was really happening that could be contributing to the breakdown of my immune system, which is really the gateway for, you know, I believe pretty much all illness. Mm. Oh. Well, you know, I want to talk with you about something that many people right now in the world are, are getting to understand and learn and, and not just learn, but experiencing the healing potential of, and that is looking at points in the bodies. Uh, points in our body. And what are they? Uh, We certainly had a new experience uh, of watching uh, Michael Phelps at the Olympics uh, show us what cupping looks like, those of us that have done that. But what is it about these points, right? What was not talked about with Michael Phelps? 
Somebody knew exactly, exactly what to tap into. Yeah, that's it. Tapping. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk with Amy about, you know, what did she discover along the way to being well? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Get into it for 2016. Do you want more prosperity, clarity, energy, and balance in your life? Join Lynn Brown now for one of her amazing workshops, each focusing on a key part of living your best life. For more information and to register for one of these amazing workshops, visit lynnbrownevent.com. That's lynnbrownevent.com. And get into it this 2016 with Lynn Brown. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat Basile will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seat belts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hi, this is Leslie Fontaine, and my show is Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. When we're bogged down with our emotions, the hardships that plague us in our relationships, at work, our finances, we literally can't see the higher plane where we could be operating from. Tune in to Leslie Fontaine, Sheer Alchemy on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Brand consultant and coach Jen Morgan is here with Radically Distinct Radio to help maximize your brand's power to produce results. Whether you're a person with a dream and unsure where to start or a CEO of a successful company wondering what's next, Jen Morgan and the RAD method empowers you to play to your strengths and focus your competitive edge so you can show up in the world as your most powerful brand. Go to jenmorgan.com or call 206-972-5366. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. It's, uh, you know, how to heal yourself when no one else can. 
And, you know, clearly, Amy, we're talking about um, a diagnosis that uh, if we go back in time to 2007, uh, it, the idea of even talking about Lyme disease the way it's being talked about today uh, and the host of other things that come along with it, um, you couldn't really get an audience for it. You know, maybe if you were lucky, you, you were working with people that have some sense of it. I mean, clearly here, Dr. Darvish was somebody that was uh, way above uh, the curve in, in any form of even understanding this. But you, you and going on this journey and, and, quote, getting a diagnosis, many people are not able to do that. But once you got that, you started in a direction, and that's what the book is about. It's about a healing direction, because somewhere along the way, you must have learned that, wait a minute, I am a player in this. What was it that, that helped you get there? Because a lot of times we don't get there. You know, we don't get to the place where we say, wait a minute, I can heal what was it? Was there any one specific thing or did it happen kind of gradually? Yeah, I love this question because I didn't get there quickly at all, but I did eventually yeah. get there. I think, I think the way that I got there was when I first got diagnosed, I was very focused on, I have a bacteria. This is why I'm sick. This tick that bit me unknowingly did it to me, right? And that went on for a very long time. And, you know, when I was diagnosed in 2007, I compare myself in a way now to the clients I work with and the students I work with in my online course. And, and I'm just amazed at how enlightened and educated and open-minded my clients and students are now. Because if you would have told me in 2007 that Lyme disease could have had anything to do with anything emotional or spiritual, I would have, I would have thought you were not. But as time evolved and I realized that treating the bacteria didn't necessarily get me better or get me well, that's when I became more open to the idea that, hey, there has to be something more to it. Because if Lyme disease was physically or truly only physical, and we're not denying the physical, the bacteria, you know, is in your body right. and your immune system is having a hard time and there's toxins, all of that is very, very real. We're not denying that. But if that was all that was happening, if it was truly physical, then addressing the physical body to the extent that we do when diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease would surely fix it is how I, you know, is, is how I feel now. So mm -hmm. I always shied away from wanting to be part of the problem. I thought that was like Eastern philosophical BS, you know, but at mm -hmm. some point I realized hey, if I'm part of the problem, then I can actually do something about it. And when I lost my ego and I became very open to the idea that like, hey, it's not my fault. I don't know what I could have done here, but maybe there's some crazy things going on in my brain or some old stuff that I'm carrying, old fears, emotions, regrets, you know, anger, whatever. There might be some of that. And if that, and, and if dealing with that helps, so be it. And I think I only came to that after I was so desperate and I couldn't, and I didn't know what else to try. So sometimes hitting rock bottom 
can actually be good. And for me, it was because I was out of money. I was out of energy. I had done all these drastic treatments, including going all the way to India for stem cells. And I still wasn't getting and staying completely well. So for me, I was the kind of person who needed to be out of all other options before I decided, okay, I'll look at myself. And when I did out of desperation, that's what ended up, um, helping me heal completely and permanently. And I've never had any relapses. I've never had any, you know, health issues since then. And so for me, that's what needed to happen, but I wasn't ready at the beginning of my journey. And so we get, we get there when we get there, you know? Yeah. And you know, we don't even know that we have to get ready. I mean, if you really think about yeah. it, uh, it, what you're doing is an enormous service to people, just helping them understand that they do have to get ready, right? Yeah. Because even think- in the world, we yeah, right, you, you know this, the world we live in today, it's a pill, potion, and lotion. So the idea of you and I talking about points in our body that we can actually tap and it will have an effect, it seemed like a Star Trek. Uh, like five, six, (laughs) right. What, what is she talking about? But let's talk about this because now we're moving towards the evolution of discovery. And, you know, there's no mistake that all of us looked at cupping and Michael Phelps and people were tweeting, don't do it anymore. Seriously. If folks understood why he was doing it, they would say, you know what, dude, keep cupping. So let's talk about you know, the range of discovery you had. And I mentioned tapping before and tapping points. Let's start with that because that's enormous for people. Anyone can do that. Sure, sure. And that's one of the things I teach. I have a page on my website called Freebies in my online learning center. And and I teach in 20 minutes how to learn tapping. or how, and It's called Emotional Freedom Technique or EFT, which is tapping on various parts of the body to release stuck emotions, stuck energy that may be contributing to physical and emotional symptoms. It's so easy. I teach it to five-year-old kids. Like it's so easy, a great self-help tool. So what happens with tapping is we're tapping on certain parts of our face and body that correspond with energy pathways in our body. While our bodies may seem physical, we're really just very, very, very dense energy. And we have sort of these rivers of energy going through our body or pathways. And when, when those pathways get imbalanced, whether it's um, from stuck emotions, or like we talked about before, beliefs that we don't, you know, we don't deserve to heal, or stress that's coming up about we're worried that people are judging us, or we don't feel safe being who we are. Those those energies that run through different organs and our immune system and our nervous system, they get blocked. And when they get blocked, we feel symptoms. We we experience symptoms, and so tapping on those various parts of the face and body help by using sort of a percussion effect of tapping with your fingertips help to sort of flush the blockage or move the blockage out of that energy pathway and restore balance to the energy system. And when our energy system is balanced, we have full flowing energy through all our organs, muscles, glands, and that's when um, full health is achieved. And you hear, you know, with the cupping is interesting because they do cupping a lot of times at the acupuncturist and, and Chinese medicine and acupuncture as part of it is based on balancing the energy system. And so that's what we're doing with tapping and you you don't even need to know why you're tapping on certain points or anything like that. You can just follow, you know, you know, there's a specific sort of easy protocol that I teach and that others teach and you just follow that and tap away. And it's 
really an excellent self-help tool that's free and you can do it anytime, anywhere. And, you know, what we're talking about is something that uh, pretty much uh, unless you're in a really, really debilitating state is possible for people. And that's really, I think, the beauty of what you've discovered and talk about in the book. I mean, there's clearly, there are ways here that regardless of the level of pain you're in, you've been able to, you know, to literally define for people ways that they can begin the journey, ways that they can begin the journey. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. And I'm all about baby steps. I mean, I work with with so many people and most of the challenge for them is that they get overwhelmed easily and then they don't do anything. And so I'm sort of a master at breaking it down and just going, okay, just do like three minutes a day. Like you don't need to sit there for hours a day doing this work. It's the consistency that helps retrain your system. And even if you are in debilitating pain, there's ways around. I have a couple of clients who can't tap on their skin because they have nerve damage or they can't use their hands. And there's even ways that we work around that. So there's always, no matter what, what place you're in, there's a way to start with baby steps so that you gain that power back and start to balance your body. And, and that's because you have to discover this. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fascinating to think about it is that how a condition and how, what Lyme disease brings forth and emotionally, spiritually, uh, physically, all of the above. That, that degree by which it, it brings you to your knees is also the degree by which you can go on a journey of discovery as you did. Uh, and, and I know you work with people uh, all over the world and people and you help people with classes and so forth. I want to talk with you about the idea of spirituality. You know, in our society, we're really good with the mind body thing. You know what I mean? I'm going to get really sharp with my mind, then my body, then I'm going to go to the gym, then I'm going to do it. But the missing link is spirituality, isn't it? Yeah. And I think people get confused too, because they think spirituality has to be religious or has to be Mm -hmm. woo woo or has to be, I feel like all love and light. And I mean, spirit or, or tapping into your spirituality is is basically the energy of who you are, the essence of who you are and how that relates to you in the bigger picture, you in, you know, with the universe or God or the divine, however you say it, but who you are and your sort of place in the world. And so, you know, you're right about mind being sort of the mental patterns, body being physical. And then the spirit is just who you are, who you, what you love to do, where your passion comes from how you feel, your expression, and and then connecting that to, sometimes connecting it to purpose. What can I do with this? And sometimes not connecting it to purpose because that can be stressful. Right. I find purpose, purpose <laughs> really comes when you get to a place of just honoring who you really are. Then your your purpose is sort of secondary in life. I think your yeah. your main purpose is to be who you are and then your secondary purpose or mission just kind of comes naturally from that. But yeah, the spirit, the spiritual part is, you know, when we, when do we feel good? Is it in nature? And is it, you know, by the trees or by the ocean? And do we like to do art? Do we like to write? Do we like to watch movies? And what kind of, you know, what makes us laugh? That's all part of the spirituality of our lives. And how can we tap into that? Is that by, 
you know, connecting with a God or a higher power as it was connecting with nature, but how can we nurture the spirit inside us to lead a spiritual life? And I think that's all it is. It, it, it can feel complicated, but it's really easy. Well, when we come back, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, what Amy does to help uh, folks understand the connection between spirituality, between this, the mind, and how it, when you weave this beautiful tapestry and we can have them all working together, how we can move beyond what Amy refers to in the book as that victim mentality. And even though that sounds harsh, Anyone that has ever been brought to their knees by disease understands exactly what that means. When we come back, we'll, we'll speak a, a little bit about, yeah, how does the tapestry begin? Where can we start now? And is it all about progress and not perfection? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. Artie Hoffman is the hottest psychic with the warmest heart and the host of the hit show Angels and Answers. A renowned psychic, medium, spiritual life coach, and an entertaining motivational speaker, Artie has helped over 15,000 people with his amazing intuitive gifts, his passion, and his humor. Call 877-ANGEL-02 to schedule a personal reading or to have your own psychic Artie party. That's 877-ANGEL-02. And visit ArtieHoffman.com and Angels and Answers on Facebook. Transformation Talk Radio is dedicated to the education and awareness of Lyme disease. Welcome to Lyme Talk Radio. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of the Dr. Pat Show, and I am so thrilled that we've created this venue for all of you out there. Dr. Pat Basile will be bringing the most innovative, groundbreaking information, research, treatment innovations, and stories from those it affects every day. What we have heard is that you want to ensure for us that we keep positive, holistic, uplifting, transformative talk radio on the air. We're excited to bring you the contemporary conversations about Lyme disease. We promise not to let the light fade on Lyme. So fasten your seat belts. We've got lots more to share with you in the weeks to come. Tune into Lyme Talk Radio with Dr. Pat and help keep our mission strong on TransformationTalkRadio.com. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. 
Are you sick of feeling overworked with no motivation? Take a break from the daily grind. Life coach Nicole Eisler is here to provide a healing journey of optimism. Passionate and caring, Nicole is no ordinary soul. Her dedication to helping everyone has no limit. Witness the power of positivity. Tune in every first and third Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific for Positivity Party Radio with Nicole Eisler on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit BigDreamAwakening.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to be connecting with all of you. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. If you want to find out more about us, it's real simple. Go to Lime, L-Y-M-E, talkradio.com. That's limetalkradio.com. And then, Amy, why don't you mention again uh, how folks can get a copy of your book and find out more about you as well? Sure. Sure. So Amazon is a quick place to get the copy, a copy of my book. You can also go to Barnes and Noble or any major retailer. My book, um, my book is also, you can find out more on my website about my book, myself and my online course or working with me. And it's Amy, www.amyamyb, like Boston, share, S-C-H-E-R.com, amybshare.com. Awesome. Uh, you know, I, I know there's way more we can talk about. I know the hour goes by really, really quickly. Um, but I did want to talk about what happens. And, you know, it's referred to in the book as a victim mentality because any anyone who has ever been brought to their knees by Lyme disease or chronic disease, it's hard to be up and about and just marching forward every single day. And I would love for you to talk about how this showed up for you and 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 what it does if we stay there too long. Sure. So I talk about in my book, Victim Mentality, which is in the chapter, Transform Unhealthy Emotional Patterns. And victim mentality is um, something you may have heard about, but gotten a little bit defensive about because this talks <laughs> about, about, about placing blame on everything and not taking responsibility for where we are. And this was a really, really difficult concept, especially with Lyme disease. It's very hard to see how you're part of of the challenge because a tick bit you and then it's hard to get, you know, diagnosed and then it's hard to get the insurance companies to pay for your medication and then doctors don't believe you. But what happens is when we direct blame or anger for our miserable situation on everybody else, we really disempower ourselves. We call ourselves out sort of in the world as a victim. The tick did this, and then the doctor did this, and now I can't get better because of this. And all of that may be true. All of those crappy things may have happened. But what happens is when you keep talking about it and keep living in that space of being angry that all of this was, quote, unquote, done to you, you start to victimize yourself. So you may have been victimized by the tick that bit you, or and you may feel victimized by a doctor that didn't help you. But when you continue to talk about it and live in the space of everything's miserable because of everything else, you are victimizing yourself. And so there has to be a place where you decide, yes, all these crappy things have happened and you wish that they didn't. But from here on out, what are you going to do to get yourself out of this situation and redirect that energy? So it's all about taking your power back. 
And it may not be easy, but it really is your job to get as a human being to get yourself out of yucky places. And it doesn't mean you put yourself there, but we have to look at the whole picture. There's no blame here, but, but could we have contributed in any way, emotionally, physically, spiritually to get here? And, and even if we're not open to seeing it quite yet, can we just start to move in a direction of, okay, fine. I didn't get myself here. I'm not going to admit that yet, or I wasn't part of that, but how can I get myself out? Because that's a different energy. And, um, and it's really important to just take baby steps on letting go of how you got to a place and moving forward to how are you going to get out of that place? Because it may not be your fault. You may, it may not be your job that you feel like, you know, it is to clean up after all these bad things that have happened to you. But the fact is, if you want to get better, you better do something besides wait for the people you're mad at to fix the situation you think that they caused, you know? So, so that's really what I talk about in victim mentality. And I think you know, this is a really hard one. And one of the best things I can do um, to share about how to get out of victim mentality is sort of raise my hand in a vulnerable place and say, I, you know, I understand this because I was there too. And it can happen. It can happen to any of us. And, you know, I was, I didn't want to admit I was, I was doing that, but I was. And when I shifted that, it really helped me move in the direction of health. So I'm standing up here in a vulnerable, you know, place saying, you know, I had, I had the victim mentality and moving out of it was one of the best things I ever did. And I see that with my clients too. It's just night and day when they get out of that sort of mental space. Wow. You know, um, we've talked about many, many things here uh, today on the show, and your book has so much more. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining us uh, here today. Uh, And I know we've got a few minutes left, and I did want to have you just chat for a minute about where you go in the end of the book. You say, create your unique map for healing. And I think that's so important, but yet we may not understand what that means. And so thank you for today. And I would love for you to, to just leave folks with an idea of how they might do that. Sure. So the, I would say one of the top questions I always get from people who are ready to take this journey of, okay, I'm willing to kind of look inside and see what patterns could be cleared and old stuff, but how? And that leads to the title of my book, How to Heal Yourself When No One Else Can. Even people who have who believe in the ability to do it don't know how. So toward the end of my book, in chapter 11, I actually have a map that shows you how to address unhealthy emotional patterns, fears, beliefs, experiences, and what parts of the body those things may be imbalancing. So we talk about it throughout the whole book. And then in chapter 11, I give you a map so that you could rip out that map or bookmark that map and keep going back to it. So when you don't know what to work on or what to release, you can go back to that map and I give you all kinds of ideas of how to do it so that you have those steps in place. You don't need to be overwhelmed. You can do a few minutes a day and you have the how to transform your life. And so that's what that healing map, and it's different for everybody. So I give all kinds of examples and suggestions and, and, you know, throughout the book, I give stories about myself and clients who have given me permission to share theirs so that you get ideas. It starts to open up your mind and go like, Hey, I never thought of that, but now I could kind of see, you know, what I could work on for myself. And then I give very, very specific direction on how to do that. I really made sure with this book that you didn't get to the end and go, Oh, great. Now I know I need to heal myself, but I have no idea how to do it. You will leave, you know, you will get through this book with 
all the steps you need. I love it. Thank you so much for today. And thank you for all that you do. What an amazing, what an amazing gift you're bringing to the world. And thank you so much for taking it out there in a big way. Thank you for having me. It's been a true delight. Awesome. And I want to thank everybody out there for tuning us in and turning us on as usual. It is always an honor and a pleasure for us here at the Transformation Talk Radio and Lime Talk Radio. And remember, you do have the power to heal yourself and we're here to support you. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Lime Talk Radio with Dr. Pat Basili. Epic healing for an epic life. This inspiring show highlights leading edge solutions, groundbreaking research, headline topics, and tools for holistic healing and wellness. This hit show is dedicated to raising awareness, promoting advocacy and prevention, and supporting initiatives for optimal health. Dr. Pat is passionate and focused on life-saving results reaching far beyond Lyme disease, providing a forum for powerful stories, heart-opening experiences, and hope-activated solutions. Dr. Pat will shine a light on the many shades of Lyme disease fueled by a body-mind-spirit remedy. For more information, visit LimeTalkRadio.com and tune in next time.